Shut up and listen to him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Take a hero point. I'm just kidding. No hero points for Brad. People give us money. Can you believe that? People give us idiots money. Hello, everyone. It's your GM, Alex. Happy holidays. Thanks for taking some time away from the family or the job or the pets, whoever it is, wherever it is you spend time this, uh, this festive time of year and listening to another episode of Tuesday Gaming. I'm going to keep this intro short because it's the holidays. We don't get tied up in any self-promoting or anything like that. Let's just cozy up, get some hot chocolate, and, and enjoy episode 84, Hakuna Hatenga. Holy shit! Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming, where you can get your exclusive Disney Plus review. Zero out of ten. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. God. Sure. What? What does that mean? They don't have. Why are we taking shots at Disney? They don't have a. Re- <laughs> they don't have a recently played section. Oh really? Yeah, really. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I I got I got to search for The Simpsons every time I want to start watching The Simpsons again. That's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yep. they, they, they I own, just add everything to my home. They own Fox Studios now. Oh wow. They, okay, so if we recall, you guys are about to fight a ghost. Indeed. Yeah. Did we claim that we were gonna fight a oh, wait, fight the ghost? Or? I said you guys were gonna roll for initiative. Yeah. Well, he he kind of tried to possess me and got all angry. So yeah, yeah. shit's about to go down. Yeah, he got all angry because Matt rolled a, another successful will save. What else is new? I used a hero point for that shit. Before we roll initiatives, though, uh, oh, Leon, I need you to give me a fortitude save for that disease you got, buddy. Well, I thought I already isn't that every every day? Yeah, yeah. but it's the next day. <gasps> Oh no, it is the next day. It's the next day. We should have done this when you woke up, so if you take any ability damage, uh, like if you want to spend another 100 gold and a restoration spell getting rid yeah. of them, I will let you do that. So, fortitude, here we go. Ha! Eight. <laughs> Taste it. <laughs> Easy success. We move on. <laughs> yep. All right, I'll take off one of my castings of restoration. Well, you could also use a gold. couple of like lesser restorations, too, if you don't want to spend the higher level slot. I think you can only benefit from lesser resto to uh, get ability damage removed once per day. All right, so I won't even bother rolling for it then. All right, so then we're going to go back in time. Okay. I assume we uh, Wayne's World that shit. Yeah, that's doable. Or whatever it is they say when they transition to another alternate ending. <laughs> sure. So, in this flashback, we're brought back to the evening before today. Back in the ruins of Sumitha, in the caves in the back of the valley, where Devoth and the crew are fighting two Goldakos within the Eye of Serenity. Only one of the mummified Cyclopes remains its low roars echoing wickedly throughout the chamber's high ceiling. Just after downing the first Cyclops, Devoth bellows, Ivan, grab the lens! Before turning his attention to the other Goldako. Ivan, hindered by the strange magics of this place, pads his large tiger form toward the pedestal, seemingly in slow motion, as the chaotic battle zooms around him. He reaches the lens atop its pedestal, and closes his large jaws around it, and everything changes. The image of Ivan is the only thing to not change. The room around him, lit by ambient sunlight through the fractured cave walls only a moment ago, is plunged into twilight. The Goldako and Ivan's allies are at once consumed by a pale green mist and are gone. 
The mist fills the cave and seems to cling to the walls and floor, like some sort of vaporous spider web. Ivan, you're hit with several sensations at once. A sudden quiet fills the cave, juxtaposed with the echoing clamor of battle. The silence fills your head like a subliminal drum. The other sensation is complete weightlessness. As you stand on the floor, it doesn't push against your feet. Your contact with it feels fickle, temporary. As you slowly crawl your way out of the shock of all of this, and your senses adjust to the stark contrast, you become aware of some more subtle factors that went undetected by you moments before. You do not have the dreamstone in your mouth. You are no longer slowed, and you realize that the utter silence was only relative. You can still hear the roars and shouts of battle, though they sound as if they're coming from very far away, and yet still localized to where you stand. As you crane your hearing to try to locate the source, you can see a brief glimpse of the battle, as if an illusory image were placed inside the chamber, but the image is stretched and contorted and centered on the other side of the room, but also right where you stand. As your brain reels to try to make sense of any of this, you realize with a jolt that you're not alone in the strange ghostly copy of Sumitha. Dozens, maybe a hundred, figures stand around you. Some of them are cyclopes, but the vast majority are of civilized races, mostly humans. They're standing in place all around this room with eyes of stark white looking at you. What do you do? Um, first thing, I'm gonna unwild shape into my normal dwarven self. Okay. The figures don't seem to react to your shape-shifting. They just continue to stare. Okay. Then I'm just gonna kinda... In general, out to anyone. What is this place? Where are we? The figures don't respond, but you get another uh, clash of sensory input as you can like hear and see a snippet of the battle uh, with Devoth and the others, and it just wait when you say I when you say I get a snippet. Yes, like kind of just. You were saying off in the distance, like, stretched out, like, just a flash of the image of it? Yeah. It's... So, okay. It, it's it's not super easy to... It wouldn't be super easy for you to describe somebody else. Like, the... I think I in my head I, I can see what you're seeing. I just wanted to make sure, like, I actually saw it. Yeah, it's almost like you're watching a movie from within the movie, mm-hmm. but also watching it on the screen. Like it's a it's a very bipolar sort of uh, sensory input, and the yeah, and the sound you're getting just sounds very far away. All right, so um, I'm gonna again just kind of generally be like, so somebody answer me. One of you must know where we are. Nothing. Nothing. I'm gonna actually now go up to the closest person to me, okay. give him a good once over. You take a step. And instead of moving forward, you push off the ground and just slowly float through the air, like, without any sort of control. And and you're just kind of, like, floating six inches off the ground. And I can't move. I, like, try and, uh, you know, use my arms like I'm swimming. You don't really catch any sort of, like, resistance, like, as if you were underwater. But after maybe a minute or so of... Uh, just kind of flailing, you will realize that if you concentrate on just, like, moving yourself, 
you like can thinking about moving myself. Yeah, you can move. Okay, your movement is more restricted than as if you were walking. You can you can move along the along the ground at half speed. Oh well, that's not good. I'm a dwarf. You can move in all dimensions. Well, then I think real hard about moving over towards the closest one so I can give them a real once over. And when I move, do they continue to look at me? Like, do they follow me? Yeah, their uh, their gaze follows you, but they don't physically move. God damn it. I'm getting more and more scared that I'm losing my mind like Leon. This is exactly what he was saying, but I couldn't see any of that. Do I see anything other than the figures in the room? Uh, you look around the room and you see you see that you're inside of the of that thirty foot structure, but you can also just kind of see through it, see through the walls, uh, and you look into the chamber beyond. And besides being like a gray, bland version of the caves, you don't see much of a difference except for the fact that there's this pale green mist permeating the entire chamber though if you look down any of the tunnels that come out of this room you'll remember that there were a couple tunnels that were blocked off by rubble the rubble's not there but in its place you see large stretches of tangled green web-like sheets that twist and undulate in unfelt winds you can't see past them uh, in the same way that you couldn't see past the rubble so shit basically it's there's these specters in here there's some green stuff. I try and touch the guy that I'm standing next to. Do I just go right through him? Uh, yeah, you you go through him. Uh, you feel like a like a like a cold chill on whatever part of your body uh, moves through them. Probably your arm and hand. All right. Well, there's only one other thing to do. I think myself over to the green shit, and I'm gonna touch it. Okay. Uh, you touch it, and it feels uh, it feels cold and. Uh, sticky. Cold and sticky? Cold and sticky. Is it solid? Or does it go through like when I touch this, the uh, it's sem- specter? It's semi-solid. Uh, you get the feeling that you could move through it, but it would effectively be difficult terrain. Alright, well, I want to go to the closest, like one of the hallways where there was debris that we couldn't go through. Okay. And I'm going to push my way through the green goop. Uh, so you start to move, and you get to basically where your mini is right now, and you feel a sudden and sharp tug, as if you're like on a leash or or something like that. Uh, you can't move any further down that tunnel. If you were to utilize some trial and error, you would probably quickly come to realize that you're essentially tethered to... Yes, to the the spot that you touched the stone, you can go about 60 feet in any direction away from it. By the time you're done doing this trial and error, and this whole time you're just getting these sporadic visual and audible sensations of Devoth and the others fighting the remaining Goldako, eventually the fight is over. You can tell that the others have won. You get faint, faint glimpses of the conversation that they have about what do we do about Ivan? What do we do now? And they eventually decide we need to go back to the fort and see if McKendy knows what to do. You're pulled through space to the west along G19 and then into G18 and then south. So it's following the path that they took 
Yes. So, uh, well, I'm obviously in the still. Yeah, and eventually you're <coughs> outside. Uh, As they move around, what I see becomes what area they're in. So there's not like what it clearly appears to be like a barrier that I could go up and knock on. I mean, you can see like, yeah, like the solid walls of the cave and you can interact with them. If you try knocking on them, uh, you don't really get any reaction from the group. Uh, although something to note, when you're in area G18, you remember seeing a couple teleportation circles. Where the circles were, uh, there appear to be small holes in space where the mist and that green webbing material in the area is like draining into. Uh, looking at them, they almost remind you of like a clogged drain. Uh, clumps of the pale green material remain stuck halfway through the openings. Can I try and push it through? Yeah, uh, you push it through and... Uh, Can I follow it through? You cannot follow it through. If you stick your hand like into the hole... like The, the hole itself is like a few inches wide. You like stick your hand in and you don't really feel anything, but being so close to the holes, you get strange sound-based sensations one of them you can't really hear anything but the other one you can hear like birds chirping and you can hear voices that sound a lot like the cyclopes that you've been fighting but then you're just pulled right along as uh, the stone is carried away from them and you can't really investigate further can i attack the walls and try and break through them the walls of the cave yeah i guess those would be the walls yeah it feels the same as if you were, you know, attacking a stone wall. Are you doing this as a dwarf okay. or as a tiger? I was going to do it with my minor aspect. Oh, okay. It's as if you were just, like, clawing at a stone wall. and You don't really deal much damage to it. Okay. I'd probably abandon that pretty quickly, then. Once outside, uh, you can see the courtyard of Sumitha. Just like inside the caves, you're enclosed within a heavy pale green mist. Looking south, where you know lies the long valley you, tra you traversed to arrive at Sumitha, you can only see a few hundred feet down the otherwise clear path before the mist obscures finer details, reducing objects to blurry, indistinct shapes. Looking up, you can only see a sky of pale green, though instead of the color of the sky, it may just be the mist. To the northeast, where you remember seeing a fountain, is a large, menacing cage. Is there anything in the cage? Uh, at first, you don't see anything in the cage, but you get uh, visual cues every few seconds, and you see that Leon is approaching it. Wait, wait, is the cage inside where I am, or this is what I'm seeing <clears throat> flashes of outside? You can see the cage as if it's in this misty place that you are. Can I touch? Can I? Can I open the cage on the inside? You can go up to the cage and you can touch it, uh, but it doesn't have okay. a discernible door. What are the bars made out of? Uh, and, and I don't see anything inside the cage. Not at first, but the cage is very large. Like, it's hard for your brain to really comprehend. It's as if it, it has a depth to it that's not like a direction. And suddenly uh, a large giant-sized blue woman uh, appears at the uh, on the other side of the bars. But you're seeing her in the same sense that you saw, that you've been seeing Devoth and the others. Like, as if okay, she's... So she's not... I can't actually interact <clears throat> with her. Correct. But 
she seems to be interacting with the cage in the same way that you're able to. As if the cage is physically affecting her, though she's clearly outside of this mistscape, whatever you're whatever you're experiencing. Leon has a conversation with her, and Leon says that he wishes her to be free, and the cage just kind of like disassembles itself and just collapses. I hold out real tight to the bars. Do I go with it? No, no. The bars just kind of like shrink and shrink until they're insubstantial and no longer uh, within your grasp. So the group continues to travel and they go south out of the valley. Whatever you do to kind of occupy yourself, uh, you're just kind of like along for the ride as you're, you're pulled behind the group. After traveling for a long time, the abandoned fort suddenly emerges from the mist. At first, the fort seems to be trapped in some sort of green dome. But as you get closer, you realize that the dome is actually a tangled mass of webs. The webs appear similar to those that sat in place of the rubble back in Sumitha, but where those strands were web-like, what you see before you is now unmistakably some sort of spider web. As you grow spider? Well, as you grow closer, you can see two large, horse-sized spiders idly dangling from the northern tower. Not a moment after you've taken this in do the spiders turn to face you. It's clear that they're phase spiders, just like the ones you fought with Devoth the other day. And it's also clear that they see you coming. And I come in peace. Yeah, like, as, as I it is, I come in like, voluntarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as it is, like, the group is basically, like, just towing you straight towards these spiders. And there's really nothing you can do about it. And they see you coming. So, like, what are you, you going to do? Goddamn Devoth's always dragging me head on into bad shit. <laughs> Sometimes more literally than others. Well, knowing that I can't stop them and this is kind of like a train that's got no brakes, mm-hmm. I, I want to charge at them. Are you just going to charge at them? Just, might as well. It's coming. We can't stop it. Let's just go into the into it. All I'm right. to charge head on at them. Roll initiative. 23. Okay. So, uh, Ivan, you're up. All right. I'm going to charge not the red one, the blue one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Shape into tiger form. Okay. And I'm going to power attack. Oh, and I'm going to remember, because I have not been doing this in a month, when I wild shape, I have a feat where I get to choose uh, a type of electric damage where it adds an additional d6 to each of my attacks. <clears throat> okay. Um. So I'm going to choose lightning. Okay. And we're going to start with the bite. Okay. You have like lightning fangs or something? What is it? What does it do exactly? I think it, it, Nick well, said it a type of lightning damage. I think he meant energy a, damage. A t- yeah, a type of energy. Yeah, damage. type of energy damage. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, sick. Um, so it's a nineteen to hit. That misses. Okay, we got a claw. That's a twenty-four to hit. That hits. That's going to be eighteen damage because I rolled two ones, and then I got to do a d six of lightning damage. It's three lightning damage. Okay. All right. My second claw is a natural 20. Roll confirm. With It's a 25 to confirm. That confirms. Nice. And that's 38 damage rolling two ones again. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got a crick card for it. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, slashing damage with the claw. This is an ugly wound. So it, it's... <laughs> Not charisma damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, normal, normal damage. So it's doing the 21 instead of the 38. <laughs> I get fucked. 
and uh, does 1d3 charisma damage and 1 charisma drain. Ha! <laughs> I was right. Wow. Oh, That's terrible. Wow, actually, you're good. And it can make a fort save to negate the drain. And the fort save is going to be the 25 confirmation roll. Uh, it's a 2 on the d20, uh, so that would be a fail. So go ahead and roll 1d3, Nick. There you go, 1. So how much then, how much damage did he take from the attack? 21 <coughs> plus another 3 lightning damage. Okay. Okay, it is the spider's turn, and uh, Blue is going to disengage, So, but I don't think that's going to matter, because, what's that, the first five feet is not uh, provoked, but then after that it is? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, he's going to provoke an attack of opportunity. That's a 17 to hit. That misses. You suck. Alright, so he's going to skitter uh, into the courtyard. And red is going to scurry up the wall. The blue one seems pretty uh, upset. Like the, these, as a reminder, these are they're they're large sized spiders, but instead of a spider head, they have the head of like a human person. And so the 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 one that you attacked is like like crying in pain, and the red one is kind of like giggling, like it it's a like a like a joke. Like <laughs> are they actually like? talking to each other though they haven't talked to each other but you do know that they are capable of speech from previous interactions and after that you are pulled away uh you hear devoth saying oh wait a minute it's almost sundown and all those ghost pirates come out let's go to the beach (laughs) (laughs) damn it brings me into danger unwilling me and then pulls me out at the wrong point (laughs) and you get pulled away uh, I let out a big roar, like I'm the king of this jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like a zebra? Like, whoop, 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 whoop. Is that what you think a zebra sounds like? Yeah. Yeah. You seen I don't know thing? enough to dispute it. That is not what a zebra sounds like. It yeah. is. I don't circle, know. Pretty close. circle of life, when all the zebras are like going like, yeah, it's Simba, he's on the, the rock. They're all going, whoop, 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 whoop. Matt, throw in the sound clip of the zebras going like that instead of me going blah 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 so it sounds perfect. <laughs> Alright, so from here you're basically just spending the night on this like spectral beach. Which is oddly enough where you met the group. Yeah. From past experiences, you know that you should be hearing like the crash of the surf, but you hear nothing. And I will remind you that this entire time, those uh, spectral figures have been following you. Like, well, not moving, but just like... Correct. They go along wherever the stone goes. Yes. Okay. So you're hunkering down on the beach, and they're just looking at you. I give them a show. (laughs) (laughs) Just crank one out really quick. Yeah. (laughs) They're blind, right? How good's their hearing? (laughs) We'll never know. All right, so the next morning, or so you suspect, the group begins to stir. You get brief snippets of a short conversation with another pirate who I don't think Ivan has met, Sandera. No, I yeah, was he did. there when she oh, first showed up. At yeah, that yeah, 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 you were. And then the group heads back to uh, the fort. This time, uh, you do not see uh, those spiders. Yeah, because I'm the king of this jungle. We've established that. (laughs) And, yep, so you're brought into the fort and down to the basement. 
Now, uh, when Bikendi materializes, does he look any? Does he look different than everyone else? You you can see Bikendi as if he was also in this place. Yeah, I thought so. I try and touch him. Uh, well, hold on. And not in like a gentle way. <laughs> <laughs> like a really assertive way. Uh, yeah, like with the shifter claw. All right. Well, hold on one second. Because uh, when I'm sorry, you... was there more flavor text? There's not just flavor text. It's important. Every okay. sentence that I say on this show is my art. <laughs> oh, God. Mute. Mute. <laughs> mute. <laughs> Bikendi is not the only creature that you can see in this room. Grizzly fetishes and the rags of once fine clothes hang over the corpse-thin frame of a horrifying, sharp-fanged crone. So a like, uh. like an old woman uh, is kind of standing in the southeast corner of this room. She sees you come in, but Candy doesn't seem to notice you. He's just all about giving his fucking spiel about the Dreamstone. Yes, so. yeah, like the group walks in and like, who just starts dares? pressing A. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he like he seems to be specifically interacting with Devoth in the group. He doesn't even seem to know that you're there. Although he seems to physically be there, unlike anybody else that you've interacted with, besides like the face spiders and shit. This woman is looking right at you, and she's got this wicked grin on her face, and you see that she's got her hand kind of clenched in a fist. In that fist, she's holding this thin silver strand, and the strand leads straight to Bikindi and kind of like wraps around him several times and then seems to fuse into him. She's got him on a leash. And she says... So, it was you who entered the Dreamstone. What is your name? Ivan. Ivan the Boneless. What's your name? <laughs> I am Hatanga, the owner of the Dreamstone. Excuse me? You own the Dreamstone? Indeed. She kind of, like, like jerks her wrist, and the thread kind of, like, like, like coils its way to uh, Bikendi again, as if to gesture to him. She says, This fool thinks he owns it, but... He mere- we all know he doesn't own it. He merely rented it from me. Well, might I just say is an honor to meet you, ma'am. All I've heard since I showed up on this godforsaken island is the Dreamstone, the Dreamstone, the Dreamstone. So I'm glad we finally found the owner of the Dreamstone. She says, likewise, I am very glad to meet you too. I was just beginning to grow impatient at my the progress of my agents to... Retrieve the Dreamstone after this fool failed. I sensed a disturbance, and when I came to investigate, I found you. You were the disturbance. Only by mere accident. I did not mean to come here. In Mean-... fact, I was kind of hoping you could tell me how I ended up here. Meanwhile, you can hear uh, DeVos saying, Yes, yes, we know this already, like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I raised the volume to not, so she can't, like, hear them as well. <laughs> You're trying to distract her from what we're saying? A little bit. Okay. She As said, I'm trying to pretend like I don't know how I got here, I don't want her to overhear. Like, yeah, we went and we killed all of her agents and tried to <laughs> steal her stone. <laughs> <laughs> it was us. It's always us. <laughs> she grins wider and says, quite a happy accident, I must say. For you or for me? Because it's not been much happy on this end. I won't mince words with you. Uh, it is not very happy accident for yourself. In fact, 
The only solace I can offer you is that you will not be around to see what I do to your friends. And at this point, I would like everybody to give me initiative checks. Hmm. That's right. We're doing a two-front battle. Scram. Uh, 13. Devoth. 11. Uh, Scram, what was your modifier? 3. Ivan. 19. Cheryl. 4. Okay, Leon. 17. Okay. So, Hatenga says some ominous shit. And the other two phase spiders, you didn't even know were there. Out of the northern entrance, uh, a phase spider comes running out. Uh, so the phase spider's going to come out, and uh, he's going to try to bite you. That is a 20 versus your flat-footed. Ooh, nope. Ooh. Does not hit. But just then, from the other side, the way that you came in, the other phase spider comes out, and he's going to try to bite you. Uh, it's even lower versus your flat-footed. <laughs> they feel foolish. That's what I like to hear. <clears throat> uh, and it is now Ivan's turn. As it stands right now, you do not have enough room to shift into a tiger. And I can't go through their squares? You can with either an acrobatics check or an overrun maneuver. But the overrun's going to provoke. And the overrun is part of a charge, right? It doesn't have to be, but you get a plus two if it is. Can I do that? Can I overrun the blue guy? Yep, it's just going to provoke. Okay. All right, they're going to do that. Attack. Damn it. Oh, how about a 27? Uh, that'll hit. <laughs> so one of them misses their bite, but the other one connects. You take 18 damage and give me what? a fortitude save. 14. You contract the face spider's poison and you take two con damage. Ooh, and now it's going to try to grab you. 32 versus your CMD. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, so that effectively uh, stops your overrun maneuver because you can't move now that you're grappled. So that's my turn? Yeah. So yeah, meanwhile, like, Devoth is like, skip, skip, skip. No, you can't have the Dreamstone. Uh, and McKenny's like, I'll take it from you. And he tries to possess Devoth, fails, and... He's just like, ooh, give it here, and he starts combat. Leon, it's now your turn. I cast Blessing of Fervor. Of course you do. <laughs> also, uh, really quick, you guys are down in like the cellar, which is otherwise pitch black. So for no reason other than my own curiosity, uh, what light sources are being used? I have a light cantrip. <laughs> How did we see a Bikindi before? I also have is light. He, like lit up? No, I mean, I'm before sure we were just like it didn't. It wasn't really relevant before. I'm sure. Like anytime you guys are just okay. casually in a dark area, I'll assume you're like, either using a torch or a light spell or a dancing lights or something. Yeah. So I assume either so, Cheryl and or Leon has like a light spell going. Yep. I have light. All right. So Cheryl and so Cheryl Leon both have light going. That's fine. And yep. Leon casts blessing of fervor. Are you doing anything with your move action? Cool. I am going to try and move over to this corner. I'm looking up if ghosts can make attacks of opportunity with their corrupting touch. It depends. Is it a standard action or is it an attack? Well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm just going to cast Grace as a swift action to not provoke with my movement. I'm going to call that is a standard action to use corrupting touch. It's like their it's their melee attack, but yeah, it's like a supernatural ability that they need to make a melee attack to use. So if 
Leon thinks he would have used. If you think Leon would have used Grace anyway, go ahead. But I don't think it's going to provoke. I'm still going to use Grace because he he wants to get by, and I think he'd be too nervous of getting whacked. Sure, it's perfectly understandable. So Leon makes it over to the northeast corner of the room. All right, back to Ivan. It is Hatanga's turn, and she's going to cast a spell on herself. And back to the other fight. It is now Scram's turn. Um, Scram is going to summon a Hound Archon. Okay, so you're going to start summoning. Yep. Don't forget to pick your blessing. Oh, uh, I'll take that plus two. Uh, Attack rolls to, uh, to AC. To AC. Yep. Cool. Devoth, your turn. All right. Devoth is going to, in a change of pace, not rage. Ooh. He is instead going to just drop the Dreamstone on the floor and full attack it. Four. <laughs> just uh, split. Don't forget logs. to pick your blessing. Oh, yeah, the, I'm taking the extra attack for the blessing. I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for you to absolutely shatter this. I'm so excited. So, Devon, I think Axel's a little sad. I was perfectly prepared for this outcome. All right, go so for it. Devoth the just... stone has hardness 10 and 30 hit points. All right, and I get three attacks on it. Mm-hmm. Do I need to roll to hit, or can I just damage it? Uh, roll to hit, and is if you don't get a natural one, then you hit. Okay. So, yeah, that's three hits. Okay. Um, that's 34 damage. Okay. Uh, minus 10. And the second attack does 26 damage. Or 16. Or 16. And that shatters it. Okay. Nice. And then I guess that last attack will just be like a swipe at Bikendi for 18. I'm assuming that won't do anything. I'm assuming the same. Let me just double check. Yeah, it doesn't hit. Okay. So, Devoth drops a Dreamstone and he clobbers the ever-living fuck out of it. (laughs) Yay. And all of a sudden, Ivan appears. Woo! Uh, exactly where he is on the map. Ivan, uh, you are no longer grappled. You're no longer in the jaws of that phase spider. There's my boy! I immediately jump backwards as if, like, still anticipating there's a phase spider coming. (laughs) (laughs) With With each of those swings, Ivan, you probably wouldn't have had much context of what exactly was going on, but... The world was ending. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, there's, like, a clang, and, like, the air just like cracks and you can just see these fractures in the air around you and clang and they, they just like splinter apart and just like and like 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 shattered glass the the world just like comes falling down around you and the face spiders disappear and suddenly you see Devoth in the group and you can still see Bikendi, but you can no longer see the face spiders and you can no longer see Hatenga. I'm gonna mutter something about Hatenga's gonna blame me for that (laughs) uh okay so it is now cheryl's turn all right so we're gonna fucking beat up this batengu guy finally batendi batendi what's his name batendi i hate this guy so i'm gonna wail on him step yeah five foot step and it's a it's a new day so you (coughs) could uh you could bane undead if you wanted you should also ask for Uh... asthma what was going on and you get oh yeah blessing I totally talked to Phrasma this morning. We were chilling. Yeah, what'd you ask her? And uh yeah, I'll ask her if um oh would it be good if we smash the dreamstone? Yeah. You a- she give me an answer. You ask her if it'll be a good thing or a bad thing if you smash the dreamstone? Yeah. Okay. She says uh wheel. Sweet. Wheel, all curing effects used on you cure an additional one D ten hit points. 
All right, that's pretty cool, I guess. Could you, uh... dude? That's pretty sick. You just hit yourself. That with is your pretty dumpiest sick. heels and just getting an extra ten. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, back to the pain. Yeah. So I'm totally wheeled out, which is sweet. And then I'm totally gonna. I am gonna bane this dude. He's been pissing me off. All right. I'm gonna look at my book and then infuse it with my bane of ghosts and totally slap this dude around. It's a All ghost right. bane book. Ghost bane. Dude. I'm a fucking ghostbuster. Matt, put it in the music. Cheryl's about to be the most important player in this combat. Well, maybe I'm not. 20? That misses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, what blessing did you take of uh, fervor? Oh, yeah. Probably the more attacks. I'm a, All right. I'm in a ghost rage right now. All right. Even though you're not actually raging, just to put that out there. Right. Right. Second attack, 27. That hits. Okay, so uh, that does 25 bludgeoning damage. All right, so that'll go down to 12. Fuck, man, this book never... Uh... No, this fucking ghosts, man. Must have gotten yeah, wet again. Ghosts. All right, uh, take your third attack. <laughs> Must have gotten wet again. <laughs> and then my third attack, 21. Misses. Dang. It's hard-hitting ghosts, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, slippery or something. Okay. Ivan, you're up. I want to... I gotta get to a goddamn place where I can go tiger form. Well, I will uh, say, right now, I mean, you can go right here, because the face spiders are not in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll make an acrobatics to try and avoid his attack of opportunity. No, you don't need to. Cool. Won't even argue with it. Remember, like, we had that discussion when Andrew ran by him? Oh, but you know Absolutely. what? Make a fortitude save. Because you are poisoned. Pow! 30. Nice. One more consecutive save, and you'll fight the poison off. So yeah, I'll tiger form, and that'll end my turn. All right, Leon, you are up. What do you do? Do I know if ghosts are susceptible to attacks on will? Uh, why don't you give me a knowledge religion check? 25. I feel like McKenday's going to have a pretty strong will. He murdered 100 people to make this damn thing. <laughs> That's all he fucking <laughs> talks <laughs> about. But he's also totally enslaved by this like metagame enslaved by this lady i i don't know i it seems like something i would ask well you know that as undead creatures ghosts are immune to all mind affecting effects that includes charms compulsions morale effects patterns and phantasms but besides that as far as will saves go you know they have to make them like anybody else does as far as ghosts specifically with will saves it Completely depends on the person. All right, uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with my plan. I'm gonna cast Ghostbane Dirge on Bakende. Okay, and what does that do? So he has to make he has to make a will save DC 18. Okay, if he fails, uh, the subject of the spell is an incorporeal creature. They take half damage from non magical attacks and full damage from magical attacks, spells, and spell like effects and supernatural effects. Ooh, that's amazing. That's a 27 on his will save. Fuck. Who he crushes it. <laughs> I did roll pretty good, though, if it makes you feel any better. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'm still going to probably try one more time on my next turn. <laughs> For the blessing, I'm just taking the plus two to everything. Okay. <laughs> Dang. All right, that's my turn. <laughs> so Devoth drops a dreamstone and just, ha, ha, ha. And uh, McKenny is just like, the dreamstone. No. <laughs> uh, so... McKendy, uh, does he not just die? He doesn't just from die. being sad. Oh. <laughs> He's going to cast defensively. 
He successfully casts defensively, and he's going to cast Dust of Twilight. I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> kind of sounds like pocket sand. <laughs> Dangerous movies, dude. It's going to be a caster level check versus Leon and Cheryl's light spells. So I'm going to roll. I roll a d20, and I add his caster level. And if that beats 10 plus your caster level, then your light spell is dispelled. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, so I'm looking it up now, but I rolled a 15 on the d20, so one of your light spells is dispelled, and I'm going to roll again. And the second one, I got a 19 versus 11 plus 10, so it's 21. So one light spell is dispelled, but wait. Shoddy, not mine. There's more. Uh, Yeah, one and two, it's Cheryl. Three and four, it's Leon. Leon, your light spell is dispelled. And also, so everybody except Leon needs to make a fortitude save. I don't love 20. it. 20. 20. Nice. I love it. Oh, 29. <laughs> I thought I was you. Uh, 16. Ha. <laughs> Tom, come God on. damn it. Scram, you're fatigued. Uh. And as a swift action, Bikendi will vanish. I hate this guy. This guy's the worst. He's already a ghost, right? What is he vanishing for? Well, now you can't see him. Scram, your turn. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scram summons his uh, his Archon. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, he also presents an aura of uh, an aura of menace and magic circle against evil. Um, All right. So aura of menace. All enemies within twenty feet need to make a will save. If they fail. <laughs> They take a minus two penalty on attacks, AC, and saves for 24 hours or until they successfully hit the Archon. Anybody who who succeeds on the save is immune to the aura for 24 hours. And then you set a circle or something. Magic circle against evil. Yep. And everybody has protection against evil as well. The magic circle against evil is a 10-foot emanation from the Archon. Everybody in the area... Uh, gets a plus two deflection bonus versus evil creatures. They get a second saving throw versus on their will saves versus mind affecting effects. And I think that's about it. So right now that's just Devoth and Ivan, it looks like. All right, cool. So Scram finishes his summoning spell and a Hound Archon appears. The Hound Archon is a canine-headed humanoid with, well, with a well-groomed appearance and a polished greatsword. All right, so what does Scram do on his turn? Uh, Scram will uh, throw out uh, Chain of Perdition. Uh, you cannot see Bikendi. You can't see any enemies right now. Okay, then I will move my uh, Chain of Perdition around the room until it hits something. I don't think it works that way. Like it's, It still needs a target to, to aim at. Okay, well, I still have it out. Okay. It's a good thing to have. Yes, it is. And the Hound Archon can go, but... All right, Devoth. Well, he could have the Hound Archon ready in action. Yeah, already a greatsword attack. Okay. Right. So if an, a hostile creature comes within its reach, it will attack him with its greatsword. Yes. Devoth. Well, Devoth's going to start the old familiar. We're going to uh, move action, start off a rage, and Devoth will ready a vital strike for... <coughs> he doesn't know about anything else, so he's readying a vital strike for when Bikendi comes out. Okay. Cheryl. Sweet. Let's, uh, ready in action. Can I ready my book for when he comes out? Sure. 
No one's uh no one's really taken damage. I I haven't. Is anyone? I mean, Ivan looks a little worse for wear, but yeah, I'll heal. I'll heal Ivan actually, because he's he's gets like the welcome back to the party, right? Give him like a a quick like checkup. Like I haven't seen him in a little while, so I'd like to heal Ivan. Okay. All right. I defensively cast. Nice. Cure light wounds. I mean, you don't you don't need to defensively cast because there's. I think I probably should. I mean, as a ghost booker, yeah. You know, it, I know the power of the ghost. It is a fair assumption. It's just. You just don't see anything that's threatening at the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't trust him at all. Especially Axel. He's the untrustworthy one. <laughs> it's true. 21. And uh, boom, 12 healing. Hey, nice healing. No problem. I just realized I never had McKendy roll will save versus the Hound Archons or of Menace. I actually failed. Uh-huh. It's like a mi- minus two on a bunch of different kinds of rolls. It's a minus two penalty on attacks, AC, and saves for 24 hours or until they successfully hit the Archon. Yikes. That reminded me. Actually, you didn't have me roll uh, Fortitude for the second round. Of... Aha. Almost got away with that one. Roll Fortitude. 27. All right. That is your second consecutive save. So you fight the poison off. Nice. All right. It is now Ivan's turn. I guess I'm going to ready a bite attack if he comes in range. Okay. It is now. Uh, and we turn. have fever. Fever? 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 Yep. Yes. Yeah, uh, everybody's fever. got blessing. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I took the plus two. I'm that. also taking the plus two on that. I'll take the plus Since two. We're, yeah. you know, not. Yeah, plus two. That's what I took. Mm-hmm. He goofballs. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we're all fervor. I mean, we can't full attack, so there's no reason to not take the plus two. It is now McKendy's turn. Devoth make a will save. Oh, you dirty He's bastard. got it. 21. Pass. So yeah. Close. Yes. Yes. Oh, Fucker doesn't get to possess me. That was not for possession. That oh, was, that was uh, to kill. That was, <laughs> yes. was not going to be to kill, but domination. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't tell us. Yeah. Imagine if we had to fight Devon. Oh, wait. Knowledge check. Can I knowledge to know what it was? Uh, you didn't see anything happen, so no. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> but McKendy did not appear, so it would appear that his invisibility isn't about to end like maybe he's got greater invisibility or something uh so it is now leon's turn greater invisibility you say i imply (laughs) uh can i try to dispel magic i think you need to be able to target the effect uh if he's invisible you can't target him how's ivan or yeah how's ivan looking pretty good cheryl actually gave me some tasty heals i could take at maximum six more (laughs) okay hmm all right, I am going to cast Wrathful Mantle on Devoth. Ooh, what does that do? So he gets a uh, plus two to his saving throws <clears throat> for one minute per level. Uh, and at any time, he can choose to end the Wrathful Mantle to deal 2d8 points of force damage to all creatures within five feet. It takes a swift action to do so. Ooh. Okay. I see that that's a resistance bonus. Devoth, do you have like a yep. cloak of resistance? <clears throat> I do. Oh, so does that not stack? No, you don't. You can't stack resistance bonuses. I will cast it on myself then. Aha! I'll... Is what I meant to say. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah. At this moment, Ivan, you recognize this old lady, but everybody else sees her for the first time. An old lady appears in the southeast corner of the room, and even though Bakendi was invisible, his voice was still reverberating around the room kind of taunting you 
right before Devoth needed to make that will save, he was like, oh, Captain, you're not looking so good. And then Devoth made his will save, and he was like, oh, damn it. And so Hatenga appears, and you can hear Bakendi saying, what? No, not you. No, stop. And Hatenga like, clenches her fist as if she was, like, crushing something in her hand. And Bakendi reappears in this the spot that he disappeared in and his uh incorporeal form starts to like melt into just a substanceless miasma of like ectoplasm and the cloud is like siphoned across the room to Hatanga where it uh coalesces around her and uh Bikendi's voice uh is silenced. Oh, about time. <laughs> Jesus. Hatanga turns to Ivan and says, Well, it would seem that you'll get to see what I do to your friends after all. And that's the end of her turn. It is now Scram's turn. If she's evil, she's got to make that save. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's a 23. She passes. My chains of uh, perdition goes after her. And I'm actually going to... Put out a flaming sphere as well in her space. And that Tom guy. Have him swing. Alright, so flaming sphere first. She's okay. gotta make a reflex save. Fourteen. Fourteen does not make it. She takes three D6 of fire. Ten fire damage. The flaming sphere hits her, and she just kind of like runs her hand through it. Like as if you would like hold your hand out to warm yourself in front of a campfire. And she seems completely unbothered by it. Oh, wow. What a bitch. That's not good. I send my chain of perdition at her. Okay. What maneuver are you going to have it do? I'm going to have it use blind. Okay. Uh, Does an 18 hit? What? No. Tom. What? You're adding your caster level plus your intelligence modifier to the d20 roll. Oh. He rolled a 14 on his d20. (laughs) What is this, 17 hit? (laughs) Uh, does it a 29 hit? <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> and my Archon takes a swipe. Yes. Okay. This is way too long. This is, this is way too complicated. I don't you like this did anymore. all of this. I did it on accident. What, what does he get from Rage? Uh, plus Two. eight strength, so plus, uh, four to his attack roll. Okay, so does a 24 hit? No. Oh my god. All right, that's my turn. <laughs> Devoth. Okay, so Devoth is going to move up to her, going this way, kind of going around Ivan a little bit. Okay. You can go underneath me. Well, going around <laughs> Ivan so that I'm only taking one... I'm only stepping into her. So I'm stepping into her square from here rather than going through here to provoke. Mm-hmm. And Devoth will uh, vital strike. All right. Maintaining rage. Fervor for plus two. And Ooh. yep, we got power attack. And I will reckless abandon since she seems like she's tough to hit. Yes. It's a 29 to hit. That hits. Damn. Woo. Let the hate flow through you. That does 30 damage to her. Rolling two ones on my two D12s. Okay. Uh, Cheryl's turn. <clears throat> yeah. Big dick Cheryl. Here it comes. I'm going no to get to her. Run up to her and start blasting. Uh, that's going to provoke, though. <laughs> Genius. No, that's okay. I can take it. 
It won't provoke. He can or, walk or up to won't. where Leon is and then into the hallway. Does he from have there. the moving speed to do that? Yeah. Five, ten, that's twenty feet. Alright. Uh what are you doing she there? Oh, what do you think I do? Totally blast on her. Okay. In my fervor, I'm gonna take the extra attack. That's only and, on a, uh, a full attack action. Which you're not doing. Oh dang so it, you're right. You can do the plus two on your attack roll. Like everybody else. Yeah, plus two on my attack it's roll. It's as if you're flanking. Absolute boom. 23 to hit. That misses. Let's, or 25 to hit. I'm sorry. That misses. No, 25. That does not hit. Are you sure You're sure about the 25? No. Does not hit. All right. Ivan, you're up. Since I don't have to move, I'm going to take a full round on her. I got my extra fervor going. I'm also going to reckless abandon because she does seem tough. Um, yeah. Also, remember, you can add 1d6 elemental damage to all of your attacks for one round with my rage. On top of my 1d6. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be lightning again. Oh, I'm you, Matt. Make a pile. I would say they need to be different energy types, though. I mean, I don't think there's anything saying that, but it would make sense that the electric damage wouldn't stack with electric damage that you're already so getting. Then I'll okay. do um, cold lightning. Yeah, we'll do cold Ooh. for Matt's energy damage. Okay. That sounds fun. All right. So we start with a bite. That's going to be a 24 to hit. That does not hit. All right. Go to a claw. So the first claw is going to be a twenty-seven to hit. That does not hit. Hold on. You, you might not have heard me right. I said a two-seven. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't hit. I mean, uh, it would help if oh. we could roll a double-digit <laughs> number to hit her. It's like you, you rolled a right. two and a All six. Right. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll play your game, DM. Second claw. <laughs> how about a forty to hit? Yeah, that hits. Oh, yeah. heard me right that time. Uh, <laughs> For 20 damage that gets halved. Okay. Wait, why is it being halved? Uh, no, it doesn't get halved. Oh, uh, she's not a ghost. She's actually, like... She was apparently in the ethereal plane or wherever you were, but she's not of that place. She's not incorporal herself. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I got to roll two d6s for energy damage. First one, lightning. Five. Okay. Second one, cold. One. The cold damage doesn't seem to bother her. Uh, the back half of this room is uh, kind of emptied out a little bit, so a face biter appears. It's going to attack Scram. <gasps> well, if it was going to attack anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so he's going to take a bite at Scram. 17 to hit. Does not hit. Didn't think so. Uh, he then phases back out, and the other face spider appears. He's He needs to make a will save versus the aura. He got a 17 on his will save. Oh, he passes. Okay. He will now try to bite Scram. 22 to hit. Uh, 22. Oh, shit, it matches. You take 17 damage. Damn. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, my God. 14. Okay. You take one con damage. Okay. And the face spider phases out. And now it is Leon's turn. All right. So... What is this thing that just showed up? Oh, you can give me a knowledge planes check. Anybody who wants to. 35. Ooh. Okay, so Leon knows that this creature is a night hag. You can ask me three questions. Okay. What is it immune to? It is immune to charms, cold, fear, fire, and sleep. There you go, everybody. I say that out loud. What is its worst save? Reflex. What is it weak to? It is not weak to anything, though you do know that it has damage reduction that is overcome with attacks that are both cold iron and magic. 
And Sharon since your since your your knowledge check was so high, I uh, I will say that Leon is aware that this doesn't seem to be your average night hag. What exactly sets her apart from typical night hags? You're not really sure, but you know that you know that they don't typically. You've never heard of them doing that thing it did to Bikendi, so okay, you don't know. This is a very special monster. <laughs> All right, so what you gonna do? All right, I'm going to cast Spiritual Ally in the square above her head, because it has a fly spell. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. That's what we I'm need. Doing More it. things here. There's a thing floating above her head now. Okay. With a war hammer. It gets to attack, right? Uh, yes, it does. I think this might be the uh, record of <laughs> number of combatants in a room of this size that I've ever done. Yeah, this is like a 15 by 30 room, and we have... Three large creatures and like five medium creatures all just duking it out. Yep. This is pathetic. Six so medium. 32 to hit. That hits. Ooh. <laughs> Four damage, apparently. Nice. It, yeah, it's like a 1d8 plus uh, three. Yeah, One. number. 1d10. Yeah, it's like a scaling amount equal to your caster level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. <laughs> so but I think that my character. Damage, so it bypasses damage That's reduction. true. So yeah, <clears throat> hits her with a, a book on a stick. <laughs> it's a book oh, that's it's a, a new book trick. Well, yeah like the warhammer that i mean it seems to make sense the warhammer that this uh spiritual ally has is just a yardstick ruler with a book tied on the end Bop. i love it does he get to full attack on the first round he doesn't have to move yeah okay all right fine calculating yeah, full attacks 29 to hit that's seven damage with the other side of the book Okay. Uh, it is... And then he, and then he g- leans in and gives her the old shh, quiet in the library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get fucked. Oh, that's so good, dude. Uh, all right, she is now going to full attack Devoth. Uh, I'm gonna windy escape the first one. Okay, that is a 28 to hit. Oh, that hits. Okay, her attacks are considered magical, so it unfortunately does not apply to your windy escape. All right. Uh, you take 13 damage. And your... 12 damage. Okay. <laughs> Still have DR1. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Devoth, give me a reflex save. 21. All right, you pass. Uh, she then winds up for another claw. 23. That hits. You take another really? 12 wow. damage and give me another reflex save. 22. Okay. And then she's going to actually, like, claw, claw, and then, like, grabs a hold of you and she's gonna like rear back and take try to take a bite out of you that is a 25 to hit yeah that hits <laughs> oh my god 15 damage give me a fortitude save 30 <laughs> fuck you matt <laughs> fuck you matt hey at least he can't stop you from hitting him He's scram like your turn fucking meatbag make a fortitude save oh, i can yeah. always count on scram to to entertain my my sadist <laughs> hey my, my <laughs> saving throw i make up for my being like i'm easy to hit but i ignore everything else you take a 20 make like it a hell of a fucker a <laughs> 20 fuck you scram <laughs> fuck you all right Come so on, that was your scram. first save if you make your uh save on your next turn you fight through the poison nice, nice. uh i'm gonna move scram up to here and I am going to magic missile her. Okay. Before you roll damage, <laughs> oh. why don't you give me a caster level check versus spell resistance? That's d20 plus 10. 21. 
Magic missile does not affect her. What the fuck do oh. I have to do? Oh, this is fun. All right. Well, higher, the magic. But... The, uh, the, all right. Ready for everything else to come at you? Yep. I've all got right. 20 minutes. All right. Yep. Uh, you know what? Doesn't Chain of Perdition apply to spell resistance too? I don't cast it on her. But it still has to affect her, which is which involves the spell doing something to her. Yeah. I'm looking it up now. Yep. Give me a caster level check for oh, pain of, Chain of Perdition. God damn it. 27. Okay, that does go. not fail. So oh, okay. I believe that means that you don't need to continually make... You have a creature, has spell resistance, you make a caster level check against the spell resistance the first time the chain performs a successful maneuver. Oh, a successful maneuver. <laughs> you haven't even needed to make that check yet. But we'll just... We'll have that on deck for when that happens. Okay. Uh, so, sorry. Go ahead and make your... Maneuver check versus for CMD. 24. No. Oh, God. Two attacks for the Archon or three attacks? The oh. Archon, he can do he can do Greatsword, Greatsword, and Bite. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Greatsword, Greatsword, Bite. Yep. Uh, so that's 13, plus 13, plus 8, and plus 7. 22. That misses. Nope. Lower. 24. That misses. Oh, okay. And now it's just Devoth's turn. All right, uh, I'm going to take the blessing for the extra attack, um, and I'm going to full attack, uh, maintaining rage. So I got to do my healing. Yep, yeah, power attack, reckless abandon, whole nine yards. It's a thirty-one to hit. That hits for a thirty-four damage. Oh, I'm using my elemental things too, so I'm going to do uh, lightning damage. Okay. So that's thirty-four damage plus another four electricity. Okay. And two damage back to myself. And then a 34 to hit on the second attack. That hits. That's four electricity damage and two damage back to myself. How much damage <laughs> did you deal on the second attack? Uh, 36 plus four, so 40 altogether. All right. And then the third attack is a 37 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That is 33 oh, God. damage. Oh, my God. Look, you didn't plus crit that one. five electricity and five damage back to myself. Okay. Cheryl. Yeah, full attack with book. Let's go. Here it comes. Are you taking oh, the plus uh, two or the extra attacks? No, no, no. I'm taking the extra attacks. Boom. Right. 29. Let's Ooh, go. Oh, Let's go. Oh, that hits, huh? 20 bludgeoning damage with my first attack. You could also do the element damage, too. Because you're taking rage, aren't you? I am taking rage. Just saying, if you want. I get... I'll, for one round during rage, you can add 1d6 of a element of your choice to all of your attacks that oh, round. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to do that, and I'm going to pick... Uh, yeah, lightning. Lightning seems good. I'm going to ride the lightning. Yeah, it's You, you know it's not immune to it. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so that's 21 damage total, bludgeoning. How much? Or 20 bludgeoning, one lightning. Okay. For my second swing of my book... So I swing once, and then I swing, you know, backhand style. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a 29. That hits. Oh, that hits. For 22 plus 2 lightning damage. For my third attack. My fervent attack. Ah! Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> that's a natural one. Oh, no. What a fool I've done. You had too much momentum with your belly swing. I know. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Rolling confirm. Oh, uh, no confirm, Aroni. Oh, 25. That, conf that's not that confirms. <laughs> that's... No. Stop. Oh, shit. 
Oh, no. Matt. (laughs) Matt, please. For a melee attack, this is a catastrophic failure. Oh, my God. You just break your book? Uh, you fall unconscious for one d six rounds. But you, Matt, are you shitting in my mouth right now? <laughs> I fall unconscious from but what? It, it is negated by a will save. Oh my god! And the will save is you equal swing to so bad. The her AC. Yes. Oh God, help you. Wait, is the flavor? I would, on I would this think that, that I would be close to myself in the head. I would think that would be close to Cheryl's AC. Just because it sounds like he's hitting himself. Give me a will save, Cheryl. But the, yeah, the a, the DC is the target he was trying to hit with the crit. So, oh my god! It's a roar. Uh, oh, twenty. <laughs> that does twenty's good. No, it's not even close. So you're swinging your book around. Something <laughs> happens. <laughs> <laughs> just overexerted and then passed out on the third swing, the mid swing. Too, there's too many books in the kitchen. <laughs> too many books. <laughs> too many books. Oh my god. God. Holy shit. Damn it. That's the worst crit card I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't done this. Alright, Ivan, you're up. What do I do? <laughs> what? How many d6? Do, is it just oh, indeterminate? Yeah. I'm just like on the floor what right now. What is it, 1d6 rounds? 1d6 rounds. <laughs> Five rounds. Oh god! Oh my god! How do we? How do you? Can we shake him awake? Oh my god! No, he's he's just a tired boy. I'll I'll say that <laughs> since he's not like magically compelled to sleep, somebody can take a standard action to shake him awake. Guys, it might be oh. a heart attack. Like it's possible. <laughs> Let's be real. All right, Ivan, um, you're up. Well, I'm not gonna be able to get to Cheryl having a heart attack, so. I'm gonna go with that full full round again. See All if right. we can do a little better. I'm going to still keep the fervor plus two. Okay. Start with a bite. It's a forty one to hit. That hits. That's better. Yep. Um for twenty three damage and then three lightning damage. Now we're gonna claw. First one's a twenty six to hit. That misses. Matt, you want to gallant me? <laughs> yeah, I suppose I can. <laughs> so salty that the so was built. To be well, that's why you can't blame him. Uh, that's so, plus six, so that's a uh, thir- yeah, thirty-two to hit. Yeah, that's nineteen damage. Take a break from sucking a dick over here, Gallant's <laughs> With one electric damage. You kill Hatenga. Yes! Let's go! I lick her blood from my paw. That's not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely infected now. Yeah, make a save for AIDS. 31. Oh, 31. AIDS can't touch this kitty. Okay. We'll skip ahead to Scram, who needs to make a fortitude save. Fortitude save! Woo! I'm going to get something, damn it. Let's go! Oh, wait. 18. Scram, you take another constitution Fuck. damage. God damn it. Do I it love again. this tradition that we have of just <laughs> gathering around watching Scram slowly bleed <laughs> out with poison Literally after it. combat has ended. I'm going to walk over to Scram and cast Delay Poison. <laughs> I'm going to move back here. Okay. And I'm going to move my Flaming Sphere to here. Or actually, and then I'm going to hold my action until... uh. One of those two motherfuckers just, like, pops up. Okay. Devoth, your turn. 
you get the feeling that the phase spiders would have normally attacked by now, but they haven't. Yeah. Um, Devoth is going to let the rage... He's going to stop maintaining it, so it's going to linger for a couple of rounds. Mm-hmm. And he will hit himself with a cure moderate wounds. Because okay. he ain't feeling so hot. I heal myself for 19. I'll, uh, I'll drop out of wild shape then and go wake Cheryl up. Okay. I mean, so you just have to spend another six rounds. And Leon, you're going to cast Delay Poison on Scram? Yeah. All right. And after about a round delay, a sudden and intense blast of wind just comes charging through this room. It comes from the east and it just like blows right through the room and goes out the other side. Riding on the blast of air uh, as if like being pushed out by it, you see several ghostly pirates and they just kind of like like wail in despair on their way through the room and for like a full round like this like just force is just like blowing through the room and then it just stops and it's all silent and you guys have fully exercised the fort yeah let's go and we'll see you next week that is sick yeah see ya See ya. We did a thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Cowering is one of my go-to moves now. <laughs> we just get too much trouble. We get like in the worst shit. And I come so close to dying all the time. <laughs>